friends, welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and this beautiful, lovely gentleman that wears toupees made of beef fur. <laughs> is... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello? Hi! Uh, you know him I'm as the, the rough guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. And joining us from the streamer nation, from the guy who watches other men pee, and who loves drawing comic books, the one, the only, Tim Lottie. I knew it was me with the uh, watching other men pee thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that piggybacks off the story I was just telling. Uh, they have these giant, like, circular things in the Superdome that look like fountains in the men's room. Yes. And uh, I remember going to the Superdome as a kid and, like, peeing in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, uh, I remember those like, days, I, too. I, I, other and um, I hadn't been back to the Dome in a long time. And, I, uh, you know, I walked in. I had to use the restroom or whatever. And I almost went to go do it. And I was just like, nah, man. I was like, I'm just going to use a urinal. I was like, it's kind of weird. Uh, turns out they're uh, – <laughs> sinks or something <laughs> like you're supposed to wash your hands in the fucking thing yeah it's so weird man yeah because um, because i just remember I, as, I, I remember as a child as well I, peeing in those like I was like nostalgia yeah you know, i was like man you know i was like i remember you know i remember doing this as a kid you know and i was i remember thinking it was odd then and like two kids walked in and like were washing their hands i'm like jesus that could have been a disaster they could they could have put me in dome jail for that one yeah you know uh, you know it's funny is like you say that it was that was the first thing i remembered as a kid too is walking in there going you know what i used to pee in this thing why are you guys washing your hands in it dude i really it's it's if you ever go to the superdome they're in there and i really yeah. remember men doing that yeah, as a I re- kid me too i, I wonder if they do too like i or maybe i, I don't know but like they were i I think it's just that I, as I, that people were washing their hands. You right. know, like I, that, that was, I think they had sinks on the wall, dude. These these things have been there for thirty years. Oh, and if they not, look if like not it's longer. Like, I'm telling you, I remember as a kid, like going in there and and pissing because other dudes were doing it. So you just be like staring at another dude, like pissing into this fountain. That was the 80s, bro. That was the 80s in New Orleans, man. It was like the Wild West. So, guys, welcome to the Metal Hand of God podcast. Yeah, open up this story with a man pissing in front of each other. Yeah, we got beef toupees, you know, watching people urinate. Beef beef toupee. I didn't have no idea where that came from, Rob. I just... That's hysterical, man. I just knew you well, like you, beef toupees. You, you know what I'm finding uh, hysterical is uh, what? there's this there's this conversation you guys apparently had about this Russian thing. I'm interested to know what Tim is up to. What's well, going uh, on? well, well, okay. Well, me and Tim have been talking back and forth for like uh, about a few weeks now because I I told you that you know we're gonna when we get well, we kind of announced it a little bit on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago about how we're gonna start doing some streaming stuff. And yes. Tim is what's been getting me more and more involved in this. He's the one who's – he's basically the guy doing all the research, and I'm just going to fucking jump on whatever he tells me to do. Oh, because, okay, good. Because, it's, because he's already experimenting with everything. You know what I'm saying? So, like, well, as long right. as – as soon as he gets it all straightened out, we'll jump on and do our stuff too. But – sure. I'm very obsessive, so I'm I'm somebody good to have right. uh, hey. doing that, you know? Like, I'm deep it's diving. Good. And, and like so, so he's found um, his niche. Way. He's found his niche. Okay. Oh, all right. He's found. He's found his new like, his new uh, his his people. <laughs> I'm, I may have. I may have. Um, well, that's cool. So, so what was going on is that um, 
I was thinking about live streaming uh, while I draw. Just whatever, you know what I mean? I was just going to live stream and have music playing and just I'm drawing anyway. You know, sure. I might as well film it some cool content. Maybe somebody appreciates it. Maybe they don't. People are telling me different things. Right. Okay. Tell, you know, some people are saying, do it. Um, and I start looking up streaming sites and I wasn't going to go like straight to like Instagram or one of those. I wanted to like kind of cut my teeth on some of these other sites. And so I found like D live and I found mixer and Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found another one that is specifically for streaming art, which is pretty okay. cool. And then I found another one that was called VK. And and so my, my game plan was just like, you know what, dude, I'm just going to do one a day. I'm just going to sign up, build a profile, and, and we'll, we'll just see what happens. Sure. Turns out that the one that I'm getting the most traction on is VK. And VK ends up being the number one of the top two, top three, maybe number one um, social media site for russians under the age of 35 so it's basically like a a, um it's basically like a facebook for russia and and eastern europe and and some of europe and stuff like that uh what also ends up happening is that and i wasn't even ready to tell this story at all but what also (laughs) ends up happening is um i i start tagging things so i start tagging ghostbusters and and dude nobody's following me so i'm just kind of like playing around and just you know i'm doing the same thing on everything and uh and and i start getting some feedback from some people and i start uh they you know i'm jumping into ghostbuster groups and stuff whatever long story short one of the main guys over there that's uh very much involved in the the russian ghostbusters like hits me up and we start chatting he starts adding me in some groups he starts sharing my stuff because it doesn't work like normal facebook that i can tell where you can just share in a group so the moderator has to share so he starts sharing my stuff and um yeah man it just in the last like few days it just kind of snowballed where i'm i'm gaining a lot of um fall i I hate the word followers but a lot of people are starting to join my community and um dude i'm talking back and forth with everybody and dude they're friggin' dude i love russia they're (laughs) awesome man they are very dude i what a what a helpful group of people um, they're telling me like what to hashtag, what to not hashtag, stuff like that. Here's the other funny thing. So I do work on the Ghostbuster books, but I also did the only first and only extreme Ghostbuster comic book that ever came out. And, yeah. um, it turns out that in Russia, extreme Ghostbusters is and was more popular than the regular Ghostbusters. So they're wow. more into extreme Ghostbusters than the other. So it's like a perfect storm scenario where I walk into a Russian social media website that's like all people <laughs> under millennials, all nerds, and they're all obsessed with extreme Ghostbusters. So they would, dude, there's this unbelievable cosplayer I've been talking with. She's beautiful, like some of the best cosplay I've ever seen. And mm. she does Kylie from Extreme Ghostbusters. And I'm, I'm like kind of picking her brain. I'm like, well, what were you into growing up and stuff? Dude, they were all about that 90s, so Extreme Ghostbusters, X-Men Evolution, um, Men in Black, uh, Gargoyles. Like, those were the shows that they were, like, super into, and that's, like, what was popular. So, very crazy. Me too. Dude, Gargoyles was rolling. I I liked Men in Black cartoon, dude. That show was awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it was It was better than movies, in my opinion. I'm a little younger than y'all, not by much, but you know what I mean? Like, I... I was just into Men in Black. I thought it was cool. Look, fuck yeah. off, dude. We're they, tw- don't, you are- they don't get a lot of context. Oh, dude, I've been deep diving into Russia. So somebody even hit me up the other day 
and they wrote something in Russian. And uh, I got Google Translate on my phone because I almost went to China a couple years ago. And so I'm translating what they're writing. And the first mm-hmm. dude comes in and he says, hey, ya in a Russian slang. And then another dude comes in and he was like, he was like, he will not understand that he is foreigner. And, uh, <laughs> and then I like did, dude, I did a ton of research and I found like the Russian slang like response, which, uh, I mean, it took me probably like 30 minutes to like go through and pick like the perfect thing. That's Cause funny. there's, there's normal Russian and then there's slang. So I'm dude, I'm like, I'm in a whole nother world right now. I, uh, I have a, gr- a really good old friend of mine from, uh, when I, when I was in high school, uh, he, he picked up and he moved to Russia, married this. Really? Uh, yeah, he he was he was all about he was he was Mister America, you know everything USA. And then uh, same. He he was he was seriously. Well, this is kind of funny. We're talking about Russians and what he does. He's seriously <laughs> into computers, and so he went to work for a computer firm, got a job in Russia at at a computer for, firm, and uh, uh, got married. Uh, and I still talk to him uh, through uh, social media and stuff, and he's. Uh, Man, he's loving. He's always like, dude, you have to come out here. You have to check this place out. You've got to, you got to take a trip to Russia. And I was like, I'd love to take a trip to Russia. I mean, That'd yeah, awesome, your man. your wife is half Russian. Yeah, that would be is great. She- yeah, man, I'm, I'm, um, I'm creeping. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the social media over there. I'm looking at. I'm not following that many people, but I'm, you know, I'm adding. People keep adding me, so I'm, 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 I'm accepting all the friend requests. Sure. And uh, dude, it's we we're in a I'm not getting into this at all, but we're in a very like weird climate politically and stuff like that. I feel like it's dying down, hopefully. But hopefully. Um, we're fed a bunch of bullshit about Russia. That's not yeah. true. Dude, they're awesome, dude. They're just like us. They're nerds. They're man. They're cool, bro. I'm telling you, dude, they're they're so cool. The only differences uh, is the dialect. That's it. Yeah, the dialect. And um, I want to do more. I want to do more, but I want to do. I want to do the best work that I can possibly do for them. I'm even put it like this, dude. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm at the point of like, I'm thinking about translating night stars and just putting it out in Russia for free. You know, like I'll just like at least the first issue on social media, if I can that do would a good be tra- fucking, that would probably go over like fucking gangbusters, man. <laughs> they're thirsty, bro. Like they're thirsty for, I, I, I everybody's focused. I, I don't want to, I'm kind of giving away my plan a little bit. Don't yeah, say nothing. Like, Don't uh, say nothing. Don't let it out, man. Just, just hold yeah, your, not, hold your horses. Uh, uh, well, but yeah, well, I'm excited about it. But you yeah. need to tell, I, you need to tell those Russian people that the MHOG podcast is coming because they need to listen to us. I'm motherfucker. I've been telling you, dude. That's why I'm doing the research, dude. I'm telling you, bro. VK and Drop M Hog. You know, uh, we're coming. We're coming, guys. They're cool. Yeah, they. Um, anyway, uh, Nars Nars great. He he says it's a. He was when he got there. He was just really very accepted. Everybody was super nice. He says it's it's the the type of the uh, that type of climate where a lot of you know you know here in in the states you know you got a lot of people you you don't want to trust them and no one's really friendly anymore. It seems like everybody's you know but over there he says you know everybody is just very open, willing to help. You know it's it's not, not like the country was portrayed. Dude, yeah, it's not, yeah, man, it's not spies like us or something, dude. No, like it's, yeah. Which dude, is a great movie, though, by the way. Great it's movie. a, it's a fantastic. I've been listening to Russia with Love like nonstop. I keep sending it, <laughs> you know, like, or, or like Sting or something. Uh, but yeah, man, it's um, yeah, so very much enjoying it, dude. And I'm, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. But well, yeah, it's, it's it's cool that you're doing the 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 drawing, uh, the streaming though. I think that's I think that's a great idea. Did it just come to you, or did you see somebody else do it, or? Um, 
a guy that I uh, listened to on YouTube got booted and um, ended up on one of these websites. So uh, I just went there and then it just kind of sparked in my head. And then I just started, you know, I just went down the rabbit hole and I'm just like, what is this? What is this? What is Mixer? What is Twitch? And, um, and I'm also on every other social media platform and stuff like that. I'm on steam it. I'm on, uh, you know, all those other crazy sites, mines. So I just want to, there's a book I read in the beginning of last year. Um, it's called 10 X and it's, you know, take a guess what it's about, but that's, that's Mm -hmm. the concept. So instead of just posting on Facebook, post on 10 social sites, instead of posting on one stream, do 10 streams, like just put yourself out there, man. And I didn't do enough of that in 2019, and I regret it. So I already got, dude, I already got four Comic Cons set up uh, for the awesome. year. One of them. Um, yeah, so yeah, just going at it. First year at the wall. First year at the wall. Throw Might shit at the wall? Did you yeah. just say that? <laughs> Might land in Germany. You never know. Never know. We're going to throw shit at the wall this year, guys. We're going to throw a bunch of shit at the wall. No, and I'm uh, on Wayne's ass all day long look, while dude, I'm doing it. I'm like, dude, you got to do this. No, come we we, this. we we are. We we're getting shit together. Rum's going on a big vacation come next month, so he's going to be gone for the whole month of January. So I'll have to have some guest hosts, and I'd like to have you on a bunch. Uh, I, I want to do as much as I can. So yeah, hit me up. Hit me up. But besides that, that's the reason why we're we're taking our time with this. We want to set it up where it's right and everything is you know good to go. But it's only because rum will be out of town and then we have sure, to, blame we have to me. organize things. No, I mean, it's true. We have to do, we have to do same shit together. So we have like a decent stream. We're not like, you know, like an old man that needs like uh what they call that shit that when you pee and you can't pee. Oh, catheter. No, not a catheter. <laughs> the, the, you know, the med, the medication you got to take. Um, uh, I don't know what something, juice? something flow. I can't remember what it's called. Good. I'm, I'm pushing 40, bro. I need that. Need that you need man. to know it. You need to know it, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm buying the pops and shit, you know? You old bastard. IP freely. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. I feel good. <laughs> I really do. I really do. So, so Tim, you're, uh, you are, were you just uh, telling your uh, telling your nephew that you're going to do the Christmas lights, or are you going to do them? I'm just doing the Christmas lights, dude. I love <laughs> What a dick. Dude, I'm just, I don't feel like going to the fucking attic, dude. I, it's me and my cat, who I love, dude. And if he if he gave a shit, I would do it for him alone. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know what I mean, dude? Like we're we're what? Like fucking seven days away. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not that far. You know man. what I did is I just got uh, for the outside. I just got colored Christmas bulbs and stuck them go. in the big lights. And you, I'm like, I'm done. You know what I did? I got I got, I got three things, and I was thinking about putting that in the front yard. But I, I, I got three awesome. little blow ups, and I put them outside. That was it. They're good. Yeah, well, yours are adult, though. Well, so people like it. They got they got Christmas trees on their heads. Keep doing, keep doing the, that kind of stuff. Um, ne- neon I got dicks. my neighbor across the street. And I feel guilty because I, I want to keep the culture alive. You know what I mean, dude? Like, I don't yeah. want to lose. I don't want to not put up Halloween decorations. I don't want to not put up Christmas uh, Christmas decorations. So I feel guilty in that sense. So that that's actually that's phony on my part, bro. You want to keep the culture alive. But, uh, you are phony. But I'm not doing it this year so fuck everybody um maybe maybe i'll do it i'll do it every two years you know why don't you do it this hey tim why don't you do it like this uh for new year's put up christmas decorations (laughs) yeah i'm just a month behind (laughs) yeah well i've been into conspiracies this year too so there's all kinds of weird stuff behind christmas trees and and, like that would stuff so that would be like the coolest thing in that like if we made our own 
not holiday, but day, like day we put up, like month we put up Christmas lights, but we call it something else. What, like March? Yeah, yeah. Like we put up, put up a bunch of Christmas lights from March. <laughs> Just randomly put them up. Yeah, and we'll make like our own we little weird people. Make like our own little characters and stuff. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I'm trying to keep previous traditions alive. I want to. I want to pass it on. This dude's trying to make up new ones. Let's make new uh, ones, man. Yeah. I mean, no, well, no, I think of... I, a lot of people forget the old stuff, though, and I like the older stuff. You know, I think I, I, I Christmas lights now. Yeah. Think about it, dude. I remember being a kid and it was lit up, dude. And I could go down now right. and I think there's a considerably less. And yeah, so I mean, that's kind of like, dude, I feel like I should put them up just to, and almost like defiance. You know, I think of it as an act of defiance, you know, it, it, it used to be a big thing for us to jump in the car and drive around, and look at people's lights and, yeah. you know, and that sort of thing. Even some of the places we would stop, sometimes they would have a sign that says, you know, to stop and you could get like, like hot cider or, or some Christmas cookies. And it was kind of a cool little thing. But yeah, man, no one does that anymore. Uh, yeah. no, because you're not going to go to a stranger's house to drink hot cider because there might not Why be not? hot you cider. Why not? You do it at Halloween. I don't. They don't do, dude, they don't do that anymore. Like, so my buddy has kids, and what they'll do is they'll all meet at the school. Trick and, or trunk uh, shit. And yeah, trick or, trick or trunk, bruh. And so it's all people that you know, and you hand out candies. Again, back to Circle Around. Um, when I used to go to the Dome as a kid, I remember like running up and down the ramps. They have these massive ramps. You could drive like two cars up these ramps, okay? Yeah. Like, okay. you know, go to the top of the Dome. And uh, I remember playing with random children and just, you know, running up and down, rolling, whatever, you know, whatever shit we were doing. Um, dude, I, you would never do that now. You would never, like, just let some child, like, my parents wouldn't, I could not imagine having a child and just being like, all right, you know, go go play on the ramp with some strangers and I'll see you at the end of the game. And then I, right. go have a few beers. Like, that's, dude, that's crazy. And this is. I still, I don't think anything's changed. I just think we've told ourselves things change. No, a lot has changed, man. No, I, I still think there's just as much bad in the world as there was. We just talk about it more. Uh, um, you probably that could be a possibility I'm too. A bit on this, dude. I'm kind of went rum a little bit, but at the same time, I wouldn't let my kids go run around in the Superdome by themselves. What if you don't really like your kids? Is that okay? Then they shouldn't have had them. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of with you because I do think that fear is used as a weapon. It is. Uh, and and I just heard this, and and I hope I don't screw it up. But that anything, anything that has to be manufactured, that there's that means that there's a lack of it. And the news media and TV, movies, whatever, it's all manufacturing fear. Facebook is manufacturing fear. It's sure. it's not really real. And and I wish we did have more like community and like I don't know, you know. It, but it, well, it more community better. outreach and shit. The dome. Like it was well, the I mean, 80s or the 70s. That'd be great. Not even so much community outreach, just more community, more, hey, you know, people don't just walk down the street anymore and say, hey, good morning. You do that, they look at you like you're going to rob them. You know, it's like, dude, I just said, good, you know, whatever, fucker. So <laughs> I, just... went on, uh, I went on a date Sunday, uh, very good date. It was awesome. And it was, uh, it was I was telling Wayne this, uh, it was, it was kind of like, it, it went, it ended up going like a very traditional route. Nice. Um but uh, it was in Thibodeau, which is a little more of a country area um, okay. in Louisiana. It's it's a little more bayou kind of kind of spot or whatever. You know what I mean? And sure. it felt a little bit like that. Like the girl lived in this neighborhood, dude. It was it was I, I, it was it was awesome, dude. Or her parents lived in the neighborhood, 
And, um, yeah, we were walking around. We went and walked around for a while and stuff like that. And um, all the neighbors were out that no dogs were on leashes. It was it was very interesting, dude. It was, it, it was like a Hallmark movie is what it sounds like. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, a lot of nativity scenes in the yard. Like, everybody was decorating. Um, nice. It was cool, man. We went and walked around in, like, a sugarcane field, but all the sugarcane had been, like, cut. Uh, dude, it was legit, man. It was, like, super, super legit. And, um, yeah, I don't, you're not getting that where me and Wayne are. Um, maybe you can, <laughs> sure. uh, I think I, I can walk, I can go out here at midnight and, uh, the only thing I'll see is, is like maybe a deer and, uh, oh, you know, a yeah, female yeah, deer. Yeah, there's, there's not, there's not a whole bunch. I want a homestead eventually. That's, that's what I want to, um, that's what I'm working towards for sure. I want, I want to be, I want to be with the, I mean, I killed a motherfucker, you know what I mean? I'd kill the deer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Hey dear, note to self, stay away from Tim's house. (laughs) If you're a deer, uh, yeah, but dude, how, 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 how rural are you? Uh, right now, uh, since, since I moved out of, uh, Savannah, I'm rural is kind of weird here. Um, I live on an Island, uh, Mm -hmm. with, with, uh, quite a, it's, it's not, the Island is, uh, two and a half miles wide by nine miles long. Oh wow! So it's it's wow. kind of it's the skinniest island, but yeah. it's loaded with these gigantic beach houses, right? But year-round residents, there's only 330. So uh, I got you. It's like Orange Beach out here. We have a, a place like that, and the winter time it just dies out. It's de- it's dead. You know, you I can walk five blocks and not see a car. You know what I mean? And not see a person with a light on in a house. But if I go across the causeway, now I'm in the rural area where you have cow fields and goats and, uh, you know, uh, big farms and stuff like that. So you actually have to go through the country to get to the beach, which all of a sudden you hit the beach. It looks like it's like a little mini Miami, you know. Interesting. All you got to all you got to do is cross the bridge and you're back. It's like your banjos. So it's weird. I like that though because then you're kind of you're kind of Miley Cyrus, bro. Like you're getting best of yes. both worlds. Um, yes. I like that. I like Rum, that. That's what I like about the store in Louisiana. Rum is, that, is not um, Miley Cyrus, dude. I am Miley. Rum, Rum, Miley to him, but uh, yeah. maybe old I, Miley, from Disney I, I, Miley. Well, Miley. hey, I, I come in, I come in like a wrecking ball at times. I yeah, think. yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. So that you're not you're not totally removed, you know. Like you can still go to like yeah. a Walgreens, I guess, if you needed something. Yeah, I got a Walgreens right across the bridge, but I'm 30 minutes away from Wilmington, North Carolina. I love Wilmington. All right. Oh, dude, that's and, where Michael Jordan grew up. Cool. Yeah, and I'm 30 minutes exactly uh, the opposite direction. I'm in downtown Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach is cool, dude. I'm, I'm yeah, man. Uh, so, right in the middle. That's where I'm at. I'm just in the country portion. Do you do you prefer it from living in the city? Uh, at times, and then other times, I, I want to pull my hair out. But it's wow. kind of neat because, like like tonight, the one cool one cool thing. I'm sitting here. It's dark. You know, there's you see a couple twinkles of Christmas lights around the island. You know, the the house is kind of tall where I'm at. But when I'm looking at the ocean, if I go outside, you can hear whales. So that's kind of cool. You can I, hear I, the. Great. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a cool it's a cool kind of a weird transition, you know. But uh, you you hear the ocean all night long. It's just it's just the quiet like the waves hitting the shore type of thing. And then you go out and you can hear whales or hear you know 
you can see shrimp boats out in the distance and it's kind of nice that way visually i like it you know and then just on the other side of the house uh, i can see the intercoastal waterway so that goes right behind the island so you can see a lot of dolphins and stuff all day long but um Uh, that's amazing that's unreal so it's 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 a nice it's a nice place, but in the same sense, I I got to drive thirty minutes north to go to Myrtle, Wilmington, or thirty minutes south to go to Myrtle Beach. So I mean, it's just one I guess of those just plan ahead, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. For you know, when you go to the grocery or whatever, I dude, yeah. I want to start farming. Like I've been I've been practicing that the last couple of years, uh, just learning. There's a lot of trial and error in that process, which I didn't I wasn't ready well, for. What and, uh, what would you grow if you farmed? Man, as much as I can. Uh, I've been doing research. So Carrots. now I'm <laughs> – and we were going to talk about fucking ghosts. But I've been doing a lot of research on uh... – You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, like um... – so just – I'm, I'm going to start off with my backyard and see what I can get away with. Um, I had – dude, I had a pumpkin patch going last year and stuff like that. I got a bunch of peppers. Um, I, dude, I'm even looking into stuff like cinnamon, all kinds of different things, man. That's cool. So yeah. I want to max up my yard area first. Um, and I, I think I found a good layout. Uh, pumpkin patch I wasn't ready for. Like that was way that that expanded way more than I thought it was going to. Way more, man. Like that just took up like a giant chunk of the yard. Oh yeah, pumpkin man. Why why you didn't tell us, bro? Things. Huh? Why you didn't tell us? We could have took pictures at your house. Oh, what are the pumpkin patch? Yeah, dude, I had like two pumpkins. I, hey, but it's gonna be serious <laughs> this year though, so be ready. Um, all right, I'm, all right. So I'm gonna start working on. I got a compost heap going, and uh, I'm gonna do some cedar above ground gardens. I'm gonna have two of them, and uh, see 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 what I can pack in there. Um, whatever I can, I, I'd I'd like to. Would you also start to notice is that the wildlife that comes into your yard changes yes, i'm telling you it was unbelievable man it's true uh, the different things that would come in when i had the pumpkins and all the other stuff growing in the beginning of the summer it was really yeah. really interesting well to me it was like well we used to i grew a bunch of peppers and a bunch of like um uh what is it tomatoes and things in my front yard man and you, you just all the different birds and and squirrels and all kind of shit would just come up and it yeah, was cool. I didn't know you grew stuff, Wayne. Yeah, yeah, I grew a bunch of stuff, man. I had uh, dude, I heirloom seeds if you want a man. Yeah, I'll, dude. I'll hook you up. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Like a lot, um, because I went and I bought like a ton of them oh, a couple sweet. years ago. Yeah, bro. That's funny. Dude, yeah, dude. I want to get back to like I'm I'm trying to get more uh, you know. Back, back to the, the the uh the past is the future. You know what I mean. So yes, uh, there's something. There's definitely something to it, and there's like a humbling factor. That, uh, it centers you. Um, so that would be the ideal for me, dude. No, pump out a few little laddies, go grow, Hell grow yeah. some stuff, maybe, maybe some uh goats, some chickens, and draw draw some badass you, comics. You know, you know, dude. Ghostbusters away. I, nice. I want to say this is it's it's kind of a weird uh, show, and I know Rum hates it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> um. No, I mean not not our show. Our show is very weird. Uh, I watched this show on TV uh, called uh, the Alaskan Bush People. Have you seen that? Uh, I've heard. You need to watch it, dude. It, it's about a family who lives mm-hmm. off the wild, basically. They yeah, they yeah, are they're, 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 fucking, they're exciting. It's a good show. It's fun. Okay. Um, but they show like you know how they hunt for their food, grow different things. They build shit. Dude, they built their own house out of the trees in there in, in the area that they bought. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they just cut the trees down and learned how to make their own planks. 
It's crazy. These are things that people knew instinctively almost uh, a, a, a few generations ago. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I was talking with my mom today about school, and I was just telling her, I was like, man, I was like, I've learned more in the last like three, four, five years off of just like YouTube than I ever learned in school in my entire life. I was like, what a waste of fucking time that was. Yes. Um, like, why did we not have a class on how to do taxes? Why did we not have a class on how to, like, <laughs> or cook? Yeah. Exactly. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm fucking Practical cook, things. You know? Yeah. Yeah, just things. And, but I, I, I got chemistry. And, and, you know, you get you get history, very, very cherry-picked history. You know, you never get, like, yeah. stuff that's... It's never uh, the real history. No, you, no, certainly. I don't think they anybody's getting the real history and um yeah man like these are things that you would just learn growing up you know uh but like when when the harvest when to do this when to do that and it goes with like our 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 bodies it also lessens fear it's also a fear thing too um when you realize how much food you can grow in your own backyard in a city uh it, it kind of removes that scarcity nonsense that we're fed, right you know how much food can be grown in a in, a, in an area that you're not using like what are you doing in your backyard what are you doing in your front yard right. there's this asian dude down on cleary his whole front yard's like lit up dude like he's always out there like growing food it's crazy yeah man he's maximizing <laughs> space he's probably got all kinds of cool stuff and you uh, know and it's and it's and it's so simple i mean like to grow uh like the peppers and stuff that we did we basically all we had to do was keep them watered you know what I'm saying? Like they grew basically on their own. I mean, it helps you have to do other things too. But what I'm saying is, it's it's kind of like you can have thirty peppers on a tree, you know, a pepper plant, and instead of going to the store and paying ninety nine cents per pepper, you know what I'm saying? But I I think the real question that you that should be asked, Wayne, is how many pickled peppers can? Never mind. <laughs> 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 You're a pecker. How about that? Yeah. Pickled peckers. Pickled what? peckers. Pecker yeah. pickers. What? That's crazy. Uh, that's, no, but that's cool, man. But you, uh, going back to something uh, you said, uh, uh, Laddie, uh, about uh, cherry picked history. I, I, I think you nailed that on the head, man. I mean that you hit it hard because that's that's absolutely what we were fed was cherry picked history. Oh yeah, for it sure. Is, it's so, worse now. Okay. It's way back, worse now. Thing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Or, or something like a North Korea or all these other things. Do you really, you really think that, dude, it's, it's just all not, he who writes the history books, write his, writes history. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And he, uh, he we're fed a lot of narratives about people and things. And you, you, ironically with the internet, which can be horrible. Um, mm -hmm. but it's okay. also a pretty amazing thing that, you know, that we're doing this right now or that I can, I can talk with all kinds of people about ghostbusters in Russia from right. Metairie, Louisiana, right. dude, and just realize, wow, what an what an amazing and gracious uh, people that these that the Russians are well, uh, that I've come into contact with. I'm, you know, like I don't, you know, from my experience. Well, touching uh, back yeah, on what you, you were saying uh, with uh, with uh, Ghostbusters and stuff, getting back to you, man, you're on the show. What have you been doing? I, you said you had a few cons booked for this coming year. I mean. What's what's new in the uh, in the uh, on the on the pages for for you this year coming up? Oh, um, well, we uh, um, I got a lot of pitches and um, when I'm done this, I'm doing I'm doing probably going to do another show with Preston later. 
a buddy of ours, Preston Azevedo, who's a great, uh, great little artist. Mm-hmm. That's what I like saying. He's a, he's a good little artist, man. Him, him and Travis, I keep calling Travis a good little artist, but they're super, super talented people. And uh, I'm just working on pitches, man. Um, I'm working on a Ghostbuster pitch that they don't know about yet, but I've been working on, and I've been actually drawing it on stream for, for, for my friends on VK, um, as well as some other projects that deal with properties. But most most currently what you will see starting in January um, is I, I was able to do a bunch of the covers for Ghostbusters year one, which is going to be awesome from IDW Publishing by Dan Schoening, Eric Burnham, Louis Delgado, who are underrated in the comic book community for the longevity of project that they've been on dude you, you don't mm. run into people that work on the project for like 10 years that do like a pull like a chris claremont and um yeah so that'll start starts coming out in january and then uh i signed the contract today for dragon con and a couple other ones oh i like dragon so, uh, yeah i've never been and it ends up falling on, uh, on my b-day weekend so that'll be pretty cool if that goes well i might uh start doing every year is uh yeah. going to dragon con for my uh birthday so yeah pitches pitches is the other thing i kind of figured out the game with uh comics and um just like gardening (laughs) just like gardening a lot of plants had to die to kill a lot of fucking uh a lot of dreams had to die for me to learn how to do this so now i think i've got it figured out and uh i'm pretty confident i do um, UNICEF will be a big factor in that. We're waiting to hear back on a, a few things from there. Awesome. Um, nice. yeah, we will, we will do more. but year one is coming up first. So year one from Ghostbusters and it's going to be really, really cool. It's going to be I awesome. I think this awesome, is, awesome. I think this is great. The things that, uh, that, that you're working on the, I mean, these are, these, these, these properties have been around for, a, uh, for quite a while. And I, I love the, the new takes, the in, new incarnations, the, the, everything that that's being pulled from what I remember as a kid is still coming forward. I think that's amazing that these, like like we had talked about on a previous show, the, yeah. the mutant turtles thing, and yeah, yeah. and we've got the Ghostbusters thing and all this stuff. And these 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 properties are still alive and kicking. And people, I think it's great because there's a whole new generation that's so yeah. Because like in it. like we talked about, my kid is like fucking like infatuated with the the turtles like mm-hmm. hardcore with the turtles that and ghostbusters like those were his ghostbusters is about to blow up get ready it's you know? uh, it's about to hit um you could feel the pop when that trailer hit the other week like i oh, could yeah. feel the pop everybody knows what i do so like i could just just tell you could speaking, just feel it speaking of rum did you see the, the new ghostbusters trailer Yes, yes, it looks uh, pretty damn awesome. Well, I, I do have to admit, like, like when I saw that dude, I was just kind of like, "This is the greatest thing I've seen in 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 a few years." You know, it's like this is the chair and Ecto swinging around the corner. Yeah, and dude. When you, when you hear that siren, dude. I was getting <laughs> bumps every. Same, dude. Same. I was kind of uh, like, I... man, this is fucking amazing. Uh, another property. Let's go back. Let me hit something real quick. Since this is. Uh, December and we are around the Christmas season. Uh, this Thursday at seven thirty on I think FX, a brand new and I do, they do this constantly. It's like a brand new Christmas Carol movie. You know Charles Dickens Christmas Carol. Bringing those out, yeah. And this son of a bitch looks freaking wicked. It looks very dark. Hmm. Like this, this could be the fucking scariest Christmas Carol ever made. Oh, I'm gonna check that out, dude. When it went on what channel? 
It's on FX at uh, seven thirty Eastern Standard Time. So look, nice. check your local listings for when it's on for you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm not being. I'm not a paid spokesperson for FX, by the way. Right. Um, <laughs> but we will. But we will work for you if you guys need us. But it just looks like it's going to be so cool, and I like the idea. Again, this is a classic, something that I remember watching as a as a tradition when I was a kid. And it's like every so often there's a new a new interpretation of it, a new incarnation of it. But then to see this one looks a little bit, it's filmed a lot like, um, oh man, the the the, the actual uh, like the special effects they're using in this thing. It's very like uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula looking. Oh, nice. It's it's bizarrely creepy. So it's kind of like I'm, the I think the, I'm gonna dig it. The goth version of uh, Charles Dickens. Yeah, it's it, it. I think it's. Uh, I think it's gonna, kind of, uh, maybe be my new new favorite if it goes over as well as I hope. Nice. But uh, Burton's is a Christmas. You know what? Yeah, there you about. go. That that's it. Tim Burton's a Christmas Carol. There you go. That I would be fucking awesome. Which really got me uh, involved with uh, that. I always got interested in ghosts. You see how I did this? We went from Ghostbusters to Charles Dickens, and now we're talking about ghosts. <laughs> But uh, well, we really took the uh, long way to get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, like, really long way. Well, hey, you know, we had to we had to go through the agriculture section first. Had to be done, yeah. (laughs) Had to be done. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I think uh, uh, that that's what really got me really interested in the uh, in the ghost thing. What about you, Tim? Do you dig on ghosts? You not dig on ghosts? What's up? Um ironically enough or not ironically enough um time may not be linear but the first things i started drawing as a kid were um no joke we had that that uh, what is it called like zip not what is the computer paper with all the dot matrix paper dot so matrix, we didn't have a computer yeah. yet. my dad would bring it home from work he worked at customs out at the airport the air force base yeah and um and i would draw ghosts on the dot matrix paper and me and my sister would hang them up around the house. And then we had our Kenner proton packs and we would hunt them, not make it up. <laughs> That's awesome. Couldn't make that up. If I tried two things that I used to draw ghostbusters and jaws. And remember that, remember that comment, uh, later in the year. And, um, <laughs> so that's what, uh, that's what uh, got me into was, uh, to ghost probably. That's probably, and, and I never really thought about it before, but that probably has a big factor in, all of my, uh, I'm very much into the unexplained, the occult uh, conspiracies. Yeah. So I, I, that could be the genesis of it, to be you honest think, with you. I think that's a, it's kind of a blessing, though, if you think about it, that you, you were able to stick with something that intrigued you and sparked your imagination as a child, and you're still able to tap into that today. I think that's great. Dude, the odds of, of, of that are just. You know, Astronomical. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't even think they exist. To be honest with you, um, no joke, dude. For real, would draw ghosts. Um, slept on Ghostbuster sheets. Whenever mm-hmm. like they would run out the library, I'd run, you know, I'd run into the other room and probably annoy the fuck out my parents and stuff. But uh, yeah, dude. So that that started. So I love ghosts. I'm 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 into. Uh, I was very very into them at one point. I'm I've, I kind of got stale on it. Um, gotcha. Not in a negative way, just. You know, sure. Well, we've we've been bombarded with a lot of ghost stuff over the years. So, you know, there's, yeah, there's a, lot, a lot of ghost TV shows and stuff like that. I, I get you on that. It you does see, get a little. You see, Tim, he had a, a ghost break up with him and broke his heart. 
So he kind of got scared. Yeah. He got stale with it. Yeah. You know, it was very similar to Detroit in the first Ghostbusters. You know, yeah, he, that's kind of... he he kept calling. You know, he's like, "Where's my boo? <laughs> Where's my boo?" <laughs> Actually, funny. Come on, yeah. you get points deducted for that. No, right dude, there, that was that was you just mad because the rum didn't <laughs> think of that one first. Wop <laughs> wop. I, I thought it was good. That was that's a good dad joke, man. That's a good dad joke. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Slam, you got a dad joke coming, dude. All your jokes are dad jokes. What the fuck are you talking Slam. about? Everything you say is a dad joke. I don't have. I'm not a dad. Not you don't dad need joke. to be. You this don't need to originals. be. You're a bad uncle. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Wayne? I mean, you're, you, you know, for everybody listening, everybody, you know, you're yes. both living down there in Louisiana, a very haunted city with lots of mystery and 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 creepiness. I yes. mean, what's your take on the whole thing? Well, I can uh, I can tell you a few things. Like, like when I was a kid, my mother would tell me this story. I still own the table. It's somewhere in the house. Uh, it, it's broken, but I uh, kept it because it was my great-great-grandmother's table. Mm. And uh, it was a little bitty small, like, rec- not rectangle, like a, a odd-shaped table. It's like an end table that you put in, like, your corner or your, your house. Okay. And, like, just sit, like, a little something on it, you know? Sure. Well, when um, they were younger, uh, my mom, her sisters... My dad's sisters sat around this table and were going to do like a seance thing. Like they were fucking around with it, you know, kind of doing like a Ouija board. Not a Ouija board, but, you know, like trying to sure summons the ghost or something, you know. That was Correct. big back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so they were sitting around this table and um, they would what they would do is you would have to ask the table questions and the you know, supposedly something around like if something happened, like, you know, the table would answer you in some kind of way, you know, like who knows, like it would bump you or sign language or no, you know, like it would bump you or move or do something like that. Right. Supposedly. Okay. So she said that, you know, everyone was going around asking it questions and it wouldn't do anything. It came to my aunt's turn to ask a question and you don't ask it out loud. You kind of just, you know, Think think the question towards the, the table. And my mom said that the table, and she said she'll never forget this, but she said she never would forget this, but the table got up a little bit off the ground and hit my aunt three times in the leg. Now, they oh. let they let go of the table because of what it was doing. So they... Huh? So... The numbers are important, so that three is is, is something. Uh, Correct. My aunt never revealed what she said to the table for it to do this, mm-hmm. but but it was it was kind of an interesting story, and I was kind of like, and we still have this fucking thing. <laughs> sitting with it, you know. You know, you well, still wait, got never, you never found out what she asked, huh? Never. My aunt would never say. Well, does does the table have a history of abuse? Um, that I don't, that I don't know. I don't I mean, know. That's, that's a good question to ask it. If it's still in the house, you, should. you know, no, it's not in my, I don't think it's in my house. I think it's, it's in uh storage. So, 
Oh, that's probably a good, yeah. good idea. Oh, table. All right. I, I was saying I was feeling stale on ghosts, and then you, you hit me with something like that. You know, it's kind of, it was interesting, man. You know, I mean, I was never a big believer until she told me the story, you know, and I'm kind of like, well, my mom wouldn't bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and back then, I don't think they were, I hate to say this about my aunts, but I don't think they were smart enough to kind of make the table go up and hit each other <laughs> in the legs, you know, like. Like, you know, the magician tricks and stuff like that. You can sure. figure out ways to do it, but I don't think they could do this. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of an interesting story. I was, I was, I was pretty, you know, blown away by I, it. I had, uh, I, I was really into him with, um, besides, besides what I told you about with my, my grand, my grandparents were, uh, you know, came, came to the country and, and they had their stories from other countries, you know, from Poland in Germany and places like that. So I used to get a lot of ghost stories from them, you know, just, I, I, you would call them ghost stories now, but they, they treated them like village legends. This is, this is, this is what happened in the village. This is fact. This is, you know, this was their name. This is what happened. And you're like, Oh my gosh, these stories are amazing. You know? And then, you know, but uh, they were very superstitious people. Uh, They had their own practices and their own way of doing things. I mean, there was a lot of weird, weird, crap would happen in in our community with my grandparents and stuff so it was a uh, it got me interested in uh, paranormal for sure and uh you know some of the stuff you see some of the things you hear and you're like well, i want to know more about this and it's kind of neat that the culture today is a bit more uh opened of talking about stuff like that because back in the day you really didn't talk too much about it, it was a hush hush thing you know you, you you didn't talk about it in mixed company for sure but uh yeah but you which know is, which is weird because at at the turn of the century um, everybody was into Ouija boards, you know, exactly. the early, early 18, you know, late 1800s and after the civil war. So what was going on was that there was so much death after the right. civil war that, um, people, I guess they were just, you know, they were just so remorseful that they, uh, they were trying to contact the dead and Ouija boards were a big thing, I think here and, and probably like maybe in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what you would do. So what Wayne was talking about was, was probably a lot more common then you would realize this is another part sure. of history that you just don't hear about. Um, right. But yeah, that was a big deal, dude. Um, and I'm not a fan of Ouija boards. I don't, I don't recommend them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, there's a, there's a lot of, dude, there's a lot of occult and stuff like that history that is just mind blowing. Oh and yeah. There's dude. a lot of that type of history that we do not, we usually associate things like that with, uh, uh, come, like I was saying, like coming from because most everybody, in the, well, everybody in the United States at one point in time was an immigrant. Everybody. He all came from somewhere else. Right, right. But there's a huge history Rock of those practices here in the U.S. that is not really talked about as much. Even the Native Americans had uh, their uh, their different type of occult stories and practices Wendigo. and things like that. So yeah, uh, yeah, Wendigo and stuff like dude. They but they did, they did, and um, I. Personally, and again, I've been going down some deep, deep, deep dives uh, over the last couple of years. Dude, I think a lot girls. of this stuff can be based in um, in some form of reality. Maybe it was misinterpreted, but uh, oh, of course, of course, I agree. I think it's all real. Like we might we might look at it, um, dude. Even stuff like vampires, uh, even sure. all, all that kind of stuff. You know, it was just it, it kind of got kiddified. Uh, over the years and sure. through movies and TV and stuff like that. So, dude, now I'm going to pull a rum. 
So when I'm doing my gardening and all this kind of stuff this year, I started there. I was having some bug issues and I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of these bugs and stuff like that around the house. And sure. I want to do things in a more natural way. I don't want to go and get like uh, round up or some some, you know, craziness that's going to make, you know, things sick for yeah. the environment. Right. Uh, and uh, you know what you do? You know what the, the, the home remedy was? Mm. Uh, garlic. Garlic, Mixed garlic, yes. garlic and water and i put it in a spray bottle and sprayed it around the house and stuff like that it got rid of bugs nice so that's garlic cool. it, it just yeah and you, and you know we all know where that's coming from so it's kind of curious there's a sure. lot there's a lot going on here and i and i think now is very important because i think a lot of people are out there figuring this out and again the internet plays a big part in that and we are i think if we don't do it now we might have lost it um I think something happened when everybody came back from World War II specifically that led to the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. And then now we're kind of like on this weird, I don't know, man. Like breaking Maybe they the were right. It's, it's, it's almost kind of like uh, we're repeating we're, – we're, we're fading back to the past because there's too much technology in the world that – and people are just like – I don't know. They're afraid of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, there's well, so much that people are like, let's go back to what we were doing before because, I mean, well, it didn't hurt anybody. Wrong, why would you – now, again, dude, like, I, you know, I'm, if I get sick, I'll probably take some Dayquil or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go chew on some fucking root. That's weird right now. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have a glass of tea later instead of taking a – um. What do, what do they call it when they give for sinuses? Amnia? Zerkoff or whatever, what, what the fuck they give <laughs> Did you. Did you just say Zerkoff? Um, what is it? What are they? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't zerk off nothing for sinuses. Uh, whatever. <laughs> you'll, you'll go. You'll go blind if you zerk off too much. Yeah. Yeah. It might relieve some. It Dude, might relieve some pressure. Me, man. But yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe zerk off. Yeah, it came out weird. Whatever. <laughs> I know, but they got all these medicines. Yeah, they're not. But yeah. Uh, I like zerk off. That's funny. <laughs> if you have a so, bad yeah. sinus infection, try zerk off. It'll beat it in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Still a little zerking off, man. <laughs> hey, Tim, how are you feeling? Man, I got a bad sinus infection. I can sure go for some zerk off. <laughs> yeah. Mind helping me? What? So, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's a good, uh, you're, it's a good point. A lot of things are going back. They said, uh, matter of fact, just past, what, like week or two weeks ago, there was a, a report on TV saying one of the best ways to clean uh, the environment of your home uh, kills 99% of most bacteria molds and germs in your house is to burn sage dude almost bought some sage at the ren fair and there's another one dude what is sage used for in a cult and in spiritual system in cleansing to cleanse your house cleanse the buildings so that's two bro that's two we just came with just randomly yeah. there's a lot of stuff that we so my theory is this is that everybody knew what was up like pre-world war ii and stuff like that I right think, i think people had bigger connection then we went into world war ii um they weren't the greatest generation they came back they were all fucked up all kinds of bad shit happened on yeah. both sides that they did too because after the war there was a lot of shadiness and yeah. then they didn't want to talk about it they became drunks now, i'm not talking about everybody but they you know they were fucked up and they had a, a way of doing things that was very uh put it up fast you know like get it done just like you would have done if you were in the war so if you drive sure. down so down here on, on veterans and stuff like that, you'll see different stores and they're basically just warehouses and they're not, they're just these ugly structures that were clearly just put up fast. But then when you look at the generations before that, they were putting up things, you know, we just had, um, 
the church that burned down, uh, Notre Dame, but even yeah. stuff in America, yeah. just these unbelievable Ornate. structures that they were, were beautiful. Clearly, yeah, yeah, just just they were they were art, man. Like they were just so next level. And um, I think the whole culture got like that. And then those kids, the boomers, I don't think they were like loved by a lot of their parents and stuff. And then that's when they, you know, let's get crazy and do drugs and Woodstock and all. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of see like how it all went. Yeah. And then our generation and you can see it through media, too. You can see it through movies. You can see it through a lot of things. And um, like I said, now we're hitting into this weird phase of uh, when you got like Whole Foods and Fresh Market and and natural remedies and you know people are going back to what was there before like what grandma used to do because um, it worked it was, it was a culture i think there was something culturally that happened um, well i got i got news for you first thing is i would never go back to what kevin and kyle's grandma used to do if you caught the show prior with the the powder puff oh <laughs> cut me out right there so we're we're not doing the powder puff the pussy and feeding it to my kid um there was that and then uh all right but there but but there's a lot of things that i wouldn't do they come powder puffing some dude's grandma's pussy i'm fine with just circling off you're gonna gonna circle off there was there was there was a powder puff used to right a lot of ladies used to use uh, powder puffs to keep their yeah, the, the stuff a the little sweat. drier than that, you know, especially in the summertime, you know, use a little little powder. Yeah, that's fair. That's fine. But sure. Wait, but this is the good. same the same puff and the same powder she'd keep in her purse and when they go to church, <laughs> she'd powder their faces uh, to keep their fa- sweat off the face when it was the same puff. So they didn't realize that they did not realize this until the, they started telling the story on the show and Rum goes, Was that the same puff? And they look like Oh my god! <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I'm about to throw up. Dude, they lost. <laughs> but wait, but here's the best. Here's the best part. Kyle said, "I used to Damn. chew on that thing." <laughs> it was amazing. That was the greatest like coming to life moment for those two guys on the show. <laughs> it was beautiful. And they're welcome. Yes. Yeah, they are well yes. dark, man. It was, was dark. <laughs> it was dark. It was dark, but it was very funny. Holy shit, oh. was it funny. They were like, oh, my God. We had Grandma Pussy in our mouth. <laughs> that's, 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 but again, something old, new again. Correct. <laughs> yeah. um, but what I meant, but... <laughs> And some things, you, sometimes you just got to let the past die, bro. Kylo was right. <laughs> Let's bring back fucking garlic and fucking sage. Leave, leave the powder puff alone. Leave grandma's power puff. You, use, <laughs> use, use deodorant, okay? Oh. Oh. That hurts. Um, oh, my God. Well, but talk, an interesting show. But, you know, we're talking about, like, um, you talking about the the – span of age and differences between the generations yeah like i was telling rum earlier in the week uh we have this this student that's at our work young guy he in fact today is his birthday he turned uh 17 today and he wants to become a veterinarian so he he's he's at our at our work just observing things to to see if you know if he would like to go and spend eight years of college you know what i mean like it's a long time Right, you got to be super smart to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. and and I mean, he's a real smart kid, and he's cool as shit. And like I said, we're talking back and forth, and 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 you can tell like 
you know, like today I was I was asking him things like, you know, we were just we were just bullshitting about music and bullshitting about movies and like I told him uh I forgot what it was. I was I was watching a stream of Kevin Smith at the Star Wars premiere. And and I, and I was watching it and I was like, "You know who Kevin Smith is?" He goes, "No." I was like, "Okay. Well, let me show you." And I showed him a few things. He goes, "Oh, yeah, I've seen that guy before." I was like, "Okay." Then I asked him if he knew who Rob Zombie or Marilyn Manson was. No clue. No clue at all. And I'm going, this is crazy, I mean, man. I mean, that would be like asking about, I don't know, you know, somebody we don't know. You know, that was that was just important for our generation. Well, uh, I put it this way, dude. The only people I don't know is the music today. So so you're talking about a dude and we're talking about like a 10 year gap, you know, like how old do you think he is? No, he's 17. That's 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 a big so gap. Knows, Something so like that. It's like a 45 year gap for Wayne. Yeah. Eat my shorts. It's right, not. Right. It's not. Dude, imagine, imagine like a hundred years. Imagine. Oh, yeah. Right. See what I mean, dude? So we're talking about lost history and stuff, and and things that are just, I personally believe, intentionally wiped out. Um. Yeah, man. You can you can just see how. How quickly some dude Kevin Smith's about as big as it gets. So the guys right. you just named Rob Zombie stuff like that, they're yeah. they're probably about as popular as it gets at that time period, and and do within half a generation gone. That's what I'm saying, and, and and that's what I'm saying is that's like wild. if we don't wild. if we don't tell these kids about certain things, or if their parents don't tell these kids about certain things, they're going to disappear. And I mean, I'm not saying about Rob Zombie or, or those people. I'm just saying in right. general, right. you know, like other things that are important. That, be like Christmas lights. If you don't put right. importance on it, you know I'm I'm going up in the motherfucker and doing it tonight. Fucking if you don't, <laughs> you know it's gonna be gone, bro. You're gonna lose it, dude. So there's things you got. So I'm I'm very big on culture, man. And that might be that might be the culture of your, like you were saying, Poland or Germany, or I might sure. be you know Irish, Croatian, whatever, or right. it might be your uh, local culture right. because now. You know, we have a little bit more of that, like with Louisiana culture. Yeah, um, and, and some, every culture, so, every culture yeah. has a, a level of importance too. It's yes. not just one culture or another. It's all cultures have an importance. Absolutely. If, no, I, want, I want all cultures to stay, but I, but you also, but you have to protect your own. Exactly. Well, I want New Orleans to stay New Orleans. Like, there's a lot of people that don't want uh, certain stores to be built in like the French Quarter and stuff like that right. because they don't want to lose that that whatever you know, charm. <laughs> if you can call it that, uh, we don't want to. We don't want to lose the the sixty six murders a day in the in the French Quarter. Awesome, right? By building like a Dave and Buster's or whatever. But like right. we were just <laughs> like I haven't been to Savannah in in a long time, and you're like, dude, yeah. you're not even know what it looks like, dude. I mean, I go back and it's not even the same. It might not even be Savannah to me anymore. It might not be. You know, no, like for it's 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 so funny. That's one of the only towns I've ever been to that has really spent the time to re uh solidify their history like taking every they they throw a lot of importance on things that are old need to be brought back they may not be the same thing like it may look like the original like there's this 1733 building sitting in the middle of town you know that was dilapidated mm -hmm. well now it's restored it looks great and then you walk into it and you're like this is the most modern restaurant I've ever been in. Right. Is that the one but that they were, the, when we went when they were digging up the whole street? 
Remember when they were digging? Uh, get, remember when they were digging under and he found like all those scale, skeletons and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was another one. They found a whole freaking mass grave. That was fucking right? nuts. Pirate trade that used to go on out in Savannah. Yeah, right? they had all them tunnels that they would uh they would they'd kidnap people and bring them out to yeah. fucking yeah. Atlanta, Wilmington, and they put them on the boats. Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, there's one. So again, been deep diving and uh got <laughs> into this whole thing about how lost history and um how there were were that we're inheritors of this world more so it's, it's going to get too complicated, but um, I found <laughs> something that used to exist in new Orleans on um, St. Charles and it was the St. Charles hotel, dude, this thing, it, they have like two pictures of it. They have, it, it is, it looks like the white house, like, or, or some kind of Greek structure with the dome and the pillars and everything. Wow. But yeah. like, it's like 10 and it would be on like, and I'm just like, dude, where the fuck did this thing come from and go? Like, how was this built in that short a time period? This mass, this dude it had to be a few blocks wide, and wow. it was it, it was world renowned. It was a St. Charles Hotel, and it, it burned in a fire, and it looks like it lost the dome. And then there's another one, and you can only find like two pictures of it. Like there are like no photos of it, and now it's been replaced, and like something else is there now. There's a there was another like Masonic uh, lodge that was, dude. You the designs and the details on this probably littered littered with uh symbolism right and it's sure. gone it's, it's just like a hilton now downtown somewhere and stuff like that so you know man, there is sh- there is stuff going on in this world and everything is done there's there's a code that's mm-hmm. going on if you know the code you can kind of see it man so i've been kind of like researching the code and it's really really interesting uh you, you definitely can get I'm, I'm with you man i, I get I get down those rabbit holes myself, and I get uh, yeah. It's it's it it well. It makes you appreciate what's around you a lot more too. When you're actually you can you stop and you look at something and go, oh look at that. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's look at weird. That. Yeah. Well, there's and there's the there's thing a... is they all supposedly went down through fire, which I don't I don't buy a stone structure going down by fire anyway. Um, but yeah, that all goes back to the whole thing where you put up like a a grocery store and it's just some fucking tin warehouse right and then these people have these these obelisks and you know these dome hotel stru- I'm, I'm wondering if it was even a hotel i mean this thing was so opulent and they have drawings of the inside i was obsessed with it for a while dude the st charles hotel is <laughs> absolutely obsessed but there's there's so little information you know oh, it's yeah. just like you just run into a dead end um you know like before we end this show uh, uh, <laughs> we, we talked like nothing about ghosts. That's okay. That's okay. Well, I, I have two stories. I, I, well, two not two stories. I have two things to say. One, I want everybody to stick around, like not stick around, but wait, like I'd say another couple of weeks, uh, or maybe when Rum comes back from vacation, we'll have a very special episode of the, the MHOG podcast, which is going to be our little uh, ghost grabbers segment. That's not going to be a segment. It's going to be a whole show. It'll be me. Justin and this gentleman here, and we're gonna run through a bunch of paranormal and all kind of crazy stuff. But we're, that, we're gonna have a we're gonna have it all worked out. We're gonna have we're gonna start with category one and work our way down and have yes. a conversation about so, all this stuff. So so make sure you guys check out for that. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna say MHOG podcast presents, and it's gonna be the Ghost Grabbers. Um, but my story is before we leave is, uh, my father did a lot of uh like hunting not really hunting but like he did fishing and camping and stuff and and he mm-hmm. uh, he was like really into uh, astronomy and things like that uh well oh, one, one time one time when he was um out uh 
frog hunting. They were him and his cousins were in the middle of the fucking swamp in Lafitte, like back back there. Getting those big frogs. Yeah, for real. Um, he was. Yeah. Um, they were out there for quite some time, and 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 my dad said that they saw this weird. Um, you know how you hear people talking about orbs. Yeah. yeah, sure, dude. A friend of mine sees orbs. Uh, she's yeah. out in, uh, in London. Dolly yeah. Daydream. Go follow her on YouTube. My my dad saw one or saw two in the swamp. Like he was out there. They were doing it, and they, uh, you know, when you go do frogs, you you don't leave your light on. You have to have your light off to go into the swamp, and then you turn it on mm-hmm. when you find in the when you're gigging the frogs. So they right. had their light off, and uh, both of them, they both saw this. It was in. It looked like it was in the water. And it lifted up and just shot off. And they were just like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) You know? So they, they, you know, that's, I don't know what these things are. You know, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of cool that, that, you know, that's another one of the cool stories that, that I got from my parents when, you know, they would tell me stuff. So, and that's some of the stuff we're going to talk about when uh, we do the ghost grabbers. Exactly. Exactly. So, we're told, bro. I'm telling y'all right now, bro, bro. I firmly believe that this is not. It's not what we were told. It is. Um, I agree. So, yeah, it's very interesting. I think people are figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, guys, <laughs> I appreciate y'all joining us. Uh, Tim, thank you for coming on the show again, man. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. Uh, but like well, I said, he'll be around. Right. He'll be around for a little bit. Some other shows because I need some some special guest hosts. So he'll be here. I'm I'm in I'm in. So uh, anyway, and talk about the, not the topic for another hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have such a good time. It does. It's talking about to keep the fucking St. Charles Hotel and pissing in the Superdome instead of ghosts. <laughs> 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 anyway, oh shit! I was I, your. I tried to bring it back, man. You I did. Tried, you but... did. No, dude, that was a valiant effort. Yeah. Oh, I was your host, Wayne. <laughs> I'm the rum guy. And that was Tim Lottie. <laughs> Tim Lottie, whatever. <laughs> and remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, That's it. Get the fuck.